Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week in PlayStation, we have God of War Ragnarok. We've played God of War Ragnarok, and we're ready to talk about God of War Ragnarok. We'll have all that and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Greg Miller, and you can get this show on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. It gets me every time. There you can watch us record it live, usually, get it ad-free, and get 38 episodes of exclusive bonus content. If you have no bucks to toss our way, you, of course, can support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, or anywhere else, maybe that Fall, Night, fall Guys, that Rumbleverse, by using the creator code KINDAFUNNY. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without any kind of bonus or any ability to do any of that stuff, you can get it all that. YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Podcast services around the globe. It's free, just like it is to write into the show at kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. Thank you to our Patreon producers, id underscore Raven, Fargo Brady, Delaney Twining, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and Raycon, but let's start with a PSN message. I guess just for me. Because as you can see, we're here. In the spare bedroom. Kind of funny's new studio, and I'm all alone. Unless we use the power of the internet to bring in the one, the only, the marathon running game playing Janet Garcia. Hey, what's up? Not much. Having me back Uh, virtually as a robot, just learning to love. I appreciate you, you know, making the long jump to come here via the internet and still be here Mm -hmm. and be part of PSI Love You. Of course, you were here to celebrate uh, us launching the spare bedroom last week. What did you think? It was amazing. I mean, you know, I feel like we've talked about it a lot already but also it's one of those things that like we'll be talking about forever and like (laughs) the days following i'm like oh man it was so much fun like it was just great to i think be with everyone and make content as simple as that sounds sure i think it just it felt like not that i ever forgot because i really love what i get to do here but it was like the peak of why i love what i do and like a reminder of like at its core like this is what it's all about and it all the hard work all the behind the scenes stuff all the prep everything else that we do it like leads up to those big joyful exciting moments that also provide like really cool content for the audience too so uh yeah i loved it yeah it's been you know obviously it was awesome having you here it was awesome doing well kind of sucks that parts doing 24 hours but it was awesome going for that long and having you around and then yeah getting this uh, week here to you know actually be recording in the office using the spare bedroom having everybody right over there where you can have a, ask them a question it's been pretty great but then, of course, blessing Addie Oye Jr., ladies and gentlemen, had to go and get the sniffles. And so to be Ooh. safe, he is work from home today. He's resting yeah. his yeah. voice. He's doing the right thing. But just like Batman and Gotham Knights, blessing Addie Oye Jr. is dead. 
God. Maybe he'll be he'll probably be revived tomorrow in a Lazarus Pit, but we we, we digress. For now, we begin with a PSA Spoilers. message from not you. Not really. <laughs> no, for, for the record, no, that is not a spoiler. Yes, that is, that uh, that does not happen in the game, at least as far no. as I played. I'm not. But they have Lazarus Pits in the game. Of like course. they talk it's about Batman. Lazarus Pits. Batman. Well, Batman. yeah, but what? Do you, I don't know. Janet, anyway. you know what? The PSN message is gonna, we're going to get there. But what, what's your you nutshell? Died. What's your what's your nutshell uh, uh, on uh, Gotham Knights? What do you think? Oh my gosh! Do you do we want to do this at the top though? Because I have it for what I've been playing. Save it for it's what you've been good. playing. Then instead we'll go to Justin L who wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y just like you can and says for the PSN message this week, your little brain teaser, your little appetizer, your thing to get you started on the podcast. Will God of War Ragnarok outsell God of War 2018? If you need a history lesson, I cracked the book called Wikipedia. And over there we find out, of course, the game sold over 3.1 million units worldwide within three days of its release, making it the fastest selling PlayStation 4 exclusive at the time. Then the most up-to-date numbers look like this. Uh, 20.4 million units sold by March 2022. That's 19.5 million units on PlayStation 4 by August 2021, making it the best-selling PlayStation 4 game, and then just shy of 1 million units on PC by March 2022. So not the most accurate, and I also feel like Janet, I don't even feel like it's interesting to talk about lifetime because yeah. that's going to take time. Instead, I think it's better to focus on three days of its release. Do you think God of War Ragnarok will sell more than 3.1 million units? Uh, I feel, I kind of feel like no, just in terms of like how many people will have access in the same way. Sure. So I'm I'm leaning on no, but now I'm curious what the gap between, even though they're not like one to one franchises, but like the first Horizon and the second. Though it's weird because that has like its own baggage of like that was a new franchise and then a sequel yeah. within it, and this was like sure it's a reboot, but I think for the most part, people buying God of War in 2018 was like, oh, God of War's back, and obviously it was gravy that like it's not just back, but like better than ever, yeah. which I think also leads to those subsequent sales. So yeah, I don't. I, I'm going to say no, but I don't think the gap will be that big, nor do, do I think that means anything for, like, the hype level of the game. Obviously, it's one that's, like, the most one of the most anticipated games of the year and certainly, like, one of the most anticipated PlayStation games this year. But what do you think, Greg? I've all, I mean, if you followed my career, uh, you know that I've always been the worst number guesser of all time. I just yeah. don't understand them. And so my knee-jerk reaction to talk about specifically these first days will it sell more than 3.1 million units worldwide within the first three days of its release you want to I, I you want to go knee-jerk reaction of course it will it's the sequel to one of the greatest games of one of the most acclaimed playstation games of all time theoretically it should right it should run out there but you nail it janet of like the groundswell of reviews and hype and interest for god of war i feel like is going to be in 2018 was in a different place than it'll be in 2022 for Ragnarok. And I feel that number one, I think there's still a lot of people. And I know obviously too. remember, of course, we're talking about 2022 versus 2018. There are way more PlayStation fours out there. Now this game is cross gen and there are the PlayStation fives out there. However, I think it, I wonder sometimes if that'll work against it in this instance, where if I don't have a PlayStation five yet, am I going to say, Oh, I can't wait for Ragnarok, but I want to play it the, on a PlayStation five. I want yeah. the haptics. I want the cool thing. I'll wait until I can get a PlayStation five. I can walk in Walmart, get it. Maybe I'm trying to get it for uh, Christmas, the holidays, whatever you want to call them. Maybe that gets in the way. And then also, as we're going to get into here, as we start talking about our preview of it, no spoilers, of course, don't worry about it. Is this game dramatically different enough from God of War 2018? And how will that shake out in reviews? Of course, the reviews for 2018 were 
this is a 10 out of 10. This isn't a masterpiece. This is amazing. This is putting Kratos and everybody on a different level of where they're at. Will Ragnarok get those same reviews or will it be, oh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's more of the same. It's more God of War. That's what you want to play. If, if you're into that kind of thing, that's a more lukewarm rendition that I think pulls the foot off the gas of this is a game you have to play right now. But, but at the same time, like sales are so not driven by criticism. Of course. Of like course, almost of course. at all. Yeah, and I feel like the the hype levels for for this one, right? The sequel, like, I think it's somewhere close to that, if not more than like Elden Ring was. Like the 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 fan base behind Elden Ring was super hyped for that ever since it got announced. For sure, and it was like you kind of see the you know the the online quote unquote discourse where like they didn't have a God of War Ragnarok release date yet and all this stuff, and like you see everybody on Twitter being like, "What is this coming out? I, I, I think there's something there. So what do you think, Barrett? Uh, Barrett Courtney, I, of course, I, on the ones and twos, the boss baby, the reviewer of Gotham Night over on the X-Cast. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it will sell more than 2018 in the first, what was it, three, three days? Three days, 3.1 yeah. million units. Were, I, honestly, if I'm, like, I've given you my, my other case, I'm there too. Yeah. Like, I, I think it will. There's more PlayStation 4s, there's PlayStation 5s, there is hype. This is... Yeah. Not a known quantity in terms of like, oh, is it a ten? Is it the, or is it going to be guard? And like, you also have to think about like uh, like uh, pre sales and stuff like that for 2018, where like right, yeah. you know there was anticipation for 2018, but it was still this unknown quantity of like, is it actually going to give? Sorry, I'm going to bump my mic up a little bit. Um, <laughs> is it actually <laughs> going to like uh, deliver this like promise of reinventing and it being this high budget thing? Uh, uh, before it released, right? Before the reviews and stuff like that. Whereas this one, it's like, okay, we know 2018 was a fucking banger. Bang! How many people have already pre-ordered that game and stuff like that leading into the first three days? And so, yeah, I, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll outsell, um, especially since then, right? We've had Spider-Mans and stuff like that. And those sell like hotcakes. I know Spider-Man in a different conversation, but you have to re like remember of like ever since God of War 2018, We've been in a new era of Sony first-party games of, you know, the, this higher echelon of uh, PlayStation first-party games that people want to show up for day one. And that's a good, great point you're bringing up, Spider-Man. Of course, remember, Spider-Man in 2018 did go on to break God of War's record. It went to 3.3 million in three days. So it's not that God of War's record was untouchable, and it's also hype, and it's also this. It's just what are the hype levels, ladies and gentlemen? For God of War Ragnarok. We'll have to wait and find out. But yeah, if I'm a betting man, I think it does beat it. Janet, you agree? We'll see. Okay. Um, I Pizza guess I bet. could. I mean, I, I, I went with no. I went with no because it's more interesting. Also, like, why not? Like, sure. I'm not. I'm also not a, the biggest. Like, for, as far as numbers, hanging my hat on sales projections is definitely not the place I choose to hang my hat on. So, yeah, I'll go with it if I'm wrong. I didn't know what I was talking about anyway. Why not? Let's say under. I'll take the under. Well, Janet, the one thing you do know about is critiquing and reviewing and previewing video games. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to preview God of War Ragnarok. That's right. It's our topic of the show. Tots, 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 Still got it. We brought it over. We kept the tots graphic. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is right around the corner. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have it. We have been playing it, and we are able to preview it today. Uh, we are previewing a select section of the game, the beginning to a very specific set moment that we won't talk about and what happens. It goes from there. But we've played a fair share of it. Uh, Janet, what's your save clock at? Five hours. Yeah, mine's just shy of that, too. Oh, and thank you, Barrett. Yes, of course, this copy of God of War Ragnarok for me and Janet was provided for by PlayStation for review. They did not fall off a truck. We did not steal them. That's the way it is. Um, Janet, obviously, we asked the audience to write into kindoffunny.com 
slash P-S-I-L-Y to be part of the show for free. And I think the most poignant question comes from Brad. No fancy question. I just want to know, are you enjoying God of War Ragnarok? Janet Garcia. Yes. Uh, it is, yet I think, somewhat unsurprisingly, right? Like, you sit down. It, it's a reminder of, like, yeah, this is at least shaping out in this previous slice to be a fantastic video game. The time fell off the walls as soon as I sat down with it. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying my time. That is my my brief cook statement. What about you? Your top level opening statement for the God yes. of War Ragnarok preview. Of course. Of course I'm enjoying my time. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot to discuss here, and, 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 and uh, which is fascinating. A lot to discuss without giving you any spoilers of the story yes, or, or so beats. But it's like, in terms of am I enjoying this game? Fuck yeah, I'm enjoying this game. And to Janet's point, like, you know, from the five hours I'll, I've played of it, right? Like, I'm right there with you of, like, the pace and t- the way the time bleeds by. Like, I, I, if you would have asked me without me looking at the sh- save clock, I would have thought maybe three. But it is the way that it continues to build on itself. The moments, I think it's the pace. It's the conversations that, obviously, Sony Santa Monica introduced uh, to us with Kratos Mamir and uh, Atreus, right? Uh, obviously, Brock and Sindri as well. But, like... The moments of heartfelt small things into these gigantic moments, into these crazy moments, into these racing through the woods. Like, they're doing... And then it goes right back into game plan. It goes into a puzzle solving. It goes into this thing. Like, God of War Ragnarok is a game right now that I can't stop playing. I want to play it right now. I wish the show was over and I had three hours at my desk to sit there and play, right? Like, that's the most ringing endorsement you can get. And... I think that's all that you can say about it. Like in terms of, yeah, they're doing it. This is what I want. Now that opens up a million other questions, Janet. Is this what you want so far? I am. I, I want to say yes, but I, the little bit of hesitancy I do have is are and I, I kind of hate even opening up this discussion, but it is like the inevitable of the sequel. Of, is it a little too familiar in certain parts? So it is that, Oh, I'm back, you know, back at like a bad habit. We're here, we're fighting. You like have the tools that you're used to. Maybe they're presented slightly differently in terms of like UI and how they map things out and stuff. But ultimately the flow of, I I think not even just like the narrative beats necessarily of that, that nice pacing between small moments and bigger moments. That's all fair and fine, but it's like, okay, we're, we're on the water and we're exploring again. And then we're doing, and I love doing all that stuff, but I'm like, is there is there something else that like, maybe I'm, I'm like waiting for that shoe to drop where I feel like I'm experiencing something that elevates things beyond what I'm used to from 2018. And again, we're very early. I'm sure there's more stuff up their sleeve in terms of like mechanics and historically, in the design that we played. Historically, when PlayStation gives you a game and says, this is the hard mm-hmm. cutoff. That means whatever's about to happen after that is going to be, Oh, okay. That's where they want you to go. If if you remember when I previewed God of War 2018, the cutoff was having the boar and walking to Freya's house, and that's where they cut it. And if you remember what happens right after that is when, boom, guess what? The game actually is open world. Here are all these different icons and side quests and right. stuff like that. And I remember playing through that with a review, getting past it, and I'm like, oh, no wonder. So I, and I don't know what's on the other side of the bridge. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but... Josh W. writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y and says, does it feel like more of the same game? Are there enough enhancements to combat and upgrade systems to top the first? Janet, right now, do you feel like it feels too much like the game we just played when we re-reviewed God of War 2018? 
a little bit, but I don't think it's too, I think they're I think they're right on that line. Yeah. For me right now, I am cool with the element of sameness and the element of differentiation in terms of okay well now we're going to spend more time with you know having the blades having the axe seeing what else might be up their sleeve for what's to come again i was like trying to you know and i, I haven't, know, I haven't I played know, past the part anyway but it's like trying not to like talk too much in detail about certain certain aspects um but i think for me the thing that i care about more than anything and that's why like i struggle to answer the is it what i want or whatever narratively i'm eating this thing up i'm yes, living are. for it yes, i feel you like are. in Again, in the, without getting into, you know, story spoilers, I felt like I I went through so many emotions and things mentally in these first five hours of being like, oh, hell yeah. OK, I see that you're kind of like doing this in a similar style. Ooh, but it's a little bit different. Oh, but now I feel like and I think getting to having gotten to know these characters and know this, these mechanics, I feel like we're not just getting more, but we're getting them in a new context. Right. It's like, OK, well, now we have the blades from the jump and now we have like seeing kratos and atreus's relationship now it's so satisfying to and see sorry, the payoff and yeah, that's my thing just to see the payoff of that that's my thing with it right does it feel like more of the same game josh yes in the best way possible i think that you you can easily look at last of us part one and last of us part two and be like oh that makes sense why this is a part two god of war ragnarok for me is so god of war part two to god of war part yes. one and I feel like it's that even more than Last of Us was. And maybe it's because it's a shortened gap or whatever, but it's because, and I think this is, you know, storytelling, and this isn't even me critiquing Last of Us as much as you just talk about sequels. Usually when you get dropped into these kind of uh, games or stories, I feel like so much happens in that gap between what the iterations you're talking about. And clearly in God of War 2018 to God of War Ragnarok, stuff has happened in there. But what I love about it is what you're talking about, Janet, is it's that the relationships we watered and fostered and nurtured as seedlings in God of War 2018 are full-blown flowers or trees here, whatever plant you want to think I'm, I'm doing over as seedlings. But, like, to see Kratos and Atreus work together, like, there's one fight, right? There's one encounter. You're fighting this whole thing, blah, 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 blah. And, like, you know, Kratos yanks the neck, and he's like, Atreus! And Atreus fires off the arrows into the things next and then runs over. And I think he says, together, or, or Kratos goes, together. Yeah. And they both stab the thing in the head. And I was like, oh, my God. And then. And with that beautiful, bloody bonding. You that, know? Exactly. Well, I mean, that's what it, you know, that's how it is. That, that's what me and Benny are going to do out there. Me and Ben are going to out there. Oh, but, God. <laughs> but, like, more than anything, it's like, again, it is the reason I, Greg Miller, Mr. PlayStation, for so long hated Kratos. Just like, what a one-note character, this guy sucks, yada, yada, yada. 2018 was taking that, I thought, one-note character and making him a father, right? And really, and we talked about in our, in our re-review of God of War 2018, you know, who's a better dad, uh, Joel or Kratos? And we talked about, well, Kratos softens and becomes a dad, or at least, you know, loosens up and yada, yada, yada. To see that that journey continue to where we are now in Ragnarok, to see it in Ragnarok continue, to see him seek Mimir's advice as a friend, not as like just the head that's always talking to see him. And this is the crazy part. Listen to Atreus, not necessarily like this whole story, right? If God of War 2018 was about loss and then figuring out your new role in this relationship as father and son, this one is so much about as a father, learning to let go of your child and let them make their own choices and support them. Even if you're not sure what it's like, 
and it is so well done. Where again, you want to talk? We, I'm excited, Janet, to have this at review or afterwards or whatever. The conversation about who's a better dad, Joel or Kratos, because Kratos knocking out of the fucking park right now. Uh, I'm scared though, because we're only in the first five hours. <laughs> yeah, so much can yeah, no, We'll come back to review and Kratos <laughs> fucking kill a trans. Like, God damn it! Um, <laughs> no, I know. Really quick, um, it, 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 it makes sense uh, for the like what you guys were talking about, part one, part two, because I think it was uh, Corey who said. I think maybe on the IGN spoiler cast or the kind of funny. No, definitely kind of funny. Definitely kind of. Or maybe you know the IGN one because maybe nah, I was the one of. producing that uh, that show at that time. Um, where you know they kept writing, kept writing, and at one point while they were writing 2018, they were like, "Fuck, we got to stop. We've already started writing the sequel." So that makes a lot of sense, and that lines up with like how you guys are feeling of like how it feels naturally a part two. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I really like you bringing up that comparison point of the part two because I had the exact same thought because we're the same person. person. Um, With the only, like, I guess, ding in that comparison being the the mechanical difference, at least so far, isn't nearly as stark because, and part of that is time, you know? Um, But still, Shape must be just a fantastic game, and I think beyond this being Kratos learning how to be a father in this new context as his kid's getting older and how his role might change, Um, which my brother would always tell me that too. Like my brother had a very like big role in me growing up and and raising me. And he was the main one that like looked after me. So in a lot of ways he had like a parental role and he's like, the thing about having a kid is like, you're the same and they keep changing. And it's like, that's why there's that diss that you guys start beefing at a certain point because you feel like, why are they like not cool with me anymore? But they're like, why are you just a different person? <laughs> like all of a sudden, all the time. And like learning to navigate that is like a big challenge for like those relationships. But beyond that, I love that this is also his story, who he he's learning about who he is and he wants to like figure that out for himself. And you really see him come come into his own in so many ways, even though in those first five hours, just like the way people talk to Kratos is so satisfying. Cause they're like, we know him. Yeah. 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 Grumpy old man. I get it. And people kind of like give him a little bit of shit for it. Yeah. And like, he just takes it. Cause he knows he kind of deserves it. And like, I just, I love how much more like comfortable I feel like everyone feels in these dynamics. It's it's just very satisfying. To and see. I love this new dimension of Kratos that is like, you know, the game. One of the reasons 2018 was so good, and especially something we caught, I caught on re-review, right, was the face, and it was the fact since it was that free-roaming camera, and, and you know, no one take, yada yada yada. But when even when they would focus on Kratos, or when Kratos would be in the foreground looking away, and somebody would say something, and even if he didn't say something, he would emote and react to it. We read into that, right? And you knew how he's feeling with this one. This one, him actually speaking about his concerns. And I think it would be so easy to be the one note, like Atreus is growing up and wants to go his not own way like he wants to leave, but have his own adventure, his path or whatever. It would be so easy for Kratos to then just default back to being the gruff, I'm going to stand, stand, like be the tree, not bend, not move. And instead... He does move a bit for it. He's gruff about it here and there, but then he has conversations with the surrounding cast about how he's feeling and what he's going through and his struggle of like, ah, you know, like I just, I don't like how he's doing this kind of thing, but I know I need to let him go or, you know, somebody will console him and say, you need it. You know, it's it's just, it's great so far. And I think that reads, uh, Alessandro uh, wrote in two. Patreon, no, kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y and says, uh, what I didn't appreciate enough on my first playthrough of God of War 2018 was how masterful the writing was. In my replay, I realized it was the element that brought the whole game together for me. For early impressions, do you feel the writing is on the same level as its predecessor, Janet Garcia? Yes, like, handedly. It's like kind of, 
it's i mean obviously these are freaking professionals who are good as hell at what they do but like even just like all the characters act and speak exactly how you would expect based on the personalities that have been established and i think other people that you're you know interacting with whether they're and, and you know this early on it's tough to know like is this someone i saw like for 10 seconds or is this like the ne you know yeah. like i don't know a big person or something where do these people but go from like, here yeah there's some like just like banger lines in here where i'm like oh my god like you could have said this eight different ways but the way you chose is so like i think of like mythos which obviously like that's the freaking core of the franchise but like in a way that also just feels natural it doesn't feel like i'm gonna speak this way because at the end of the day this is a myth you know it just feel has like a little bit of like fantasticalness just in the right places so yeah, yeah. and i think they they do a good balance of explaining and going into stuff like you said with kratos kind of having more of those conversations when before he would just be like very well you know yeah. um, <laughs> but also like still having those moments of like what's unsaid i think they do a great job of having you know there's a classic show don't tell like one of and this is like not that deep of a spoiler. the first moment of the game like like atreus comes back with a boar like having hunted and i'm like what a what oh like I, and again i don't know i'm a freaking english lit nerd so i'm like yes of course because in the other one they were hunting together and he couldn't do it and he was and his dad was all mad and now look at him he's just doing it like they have so so many nice little like parallels bill richards very tidy bill richards writes in and says after playing god of war ragnarok for a few days do you think its opening hours are as compelling as 2018 and I, that, that was, I, 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 someone other, there was another one right there here from Kevin, not our Kevin. This is the Portland Kevin who said, God of War 2018 started with Kratos chopping down a tree that felt both intimate and epic at the same time. Does Ragnarok start with anything that feels like that? You don't have to spoil anything, but the game, does the game start with the same sensations? And again, to your point, right? Like this is the opening of it. You've already talked about the boar and it starts with Kratos looking into a fire before Atreus walks in, right? With the boar. And for me personally, that hit as hard as the tree. Because it may be even harder. Because of the tree, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who this Kratos is. Am I going to like this dude, right? Whereas this one is him quietly sitting there reflecting. And then, yeah, Atreus coming in clearly now, you know, a teen, a man, if you will. A teen, right, who's like can take care teen of himself <laughs> and has taken all the lessons we learned from God of War. He learned in God of War uh, 2018 next to us, with us as Kratos. He's taken those and is using them on his day-to-day. -day. And Kratos is now in this more of not... He's still the leader, clearly, but Atreus is taking way more of that front, the point guard position. Kratos might be the team leader, Kratos, uh, but Atreus is trying to be that point guard and get out in front of it, which I think is really a fascinating way of changing the dynamic of the relationship. And again, Kratos have, seeing him like he's re he's about ready to lead. He's about ready to be his own man. What does that do to me? As you know, this I'm just an old broken down piece of meat staring at the fire. Like you get all that in two seconds when you see Atreus walk in. And holy shit, Janet, especially coming off of. 2018 atreus opens his mouth and starts talking i'm like oh man they recast sunny it's not the same guy for it's not the same kid from uh, 2018 and then i looked at the credits and it was still sunny and i'm like damn this kid's voice changed big time yeah i love his voice um i also hope that people will find him like less annoying because i know some people like really didn't like atreus but i'm like he's just a kid like you know and he's still a kid but he's like older and he has like a different you know cadence and perspective and you can tell he's a lot more confident in talking to his dad like yes. he doesn't seem which again to, I he love. still has yes and he still has that layer of like there's a, a conversation they have where he's like he'll, like he'll push back on like what Chris is talking about but before he kind of may like you know talk shit under his breath and he'd be like what'd you say yeah. nothing and it's like ah this is like 
classic like the vibes were like totally well captured and here they are too but they're in a different way and like there's a scene where he's pushing back on on kratos's like take on something and then he pauses for like a split second and then ends it with sir to kind of like and i'm like again that's like where that good writing comes in of okay he wanted to like remind kratos that he still has respect for their established dynamic and make him feel a little bit more comfortable but he also wants to like introduce what is either like newer or budding um which is like him kind of speaking up for himself are the hours the opening hours though more are they better Uh, honestly i mean there's some like it's tough because i'm trying to think what was literally an hour and i know i did pause it an hour but now i don't remember where i was i think it is competitive i think you can make an argument i will still personally say i think 2018 the fight against the stranger i don't that's untouched that's unrivaled for me like that i would take that over the opening hours of this one but i will say like there was a moment i had where i was like oh they want to have the sauce but they don't really have the sauce and then the sauce came and i was like this sauce it tastes different but i kind of i might i might fuck with this more secretly even though it's like a different flavor again i'm I'm speaking with metaphors here because i don't want to give away you know certain elements but yes that's the whole thing about it where it's like man is it more compelling less compelling whatever it's so hard to say because again like this first half doesn't wouldn't hit nearly as hard if you didn't know these characters from 2018. Yeah. So it's hard. You can't do it in a vacuum. And again, that's where I'm like, these really are part one and part two. And to yes. Janet's point from earlier, right? Like they, de- they are parallel to each other. Like there is a reason when you're playing it and uh, you start thinking back to God of war one or you know, 2018, why these things are happening the way they are and where they're going. And it is that whole thing of like the sauce and stuff like that. But like, you say you can't remember the first hour. I'll, we had, you know, Blessing Addy Oye from Beyond the Grave in his Lazarus <laughs> hot tub uh, sent in a whole thing, a, a giant missive write-up on what he thinks of his uh, opening time with this game. And we'll get to it in a second, but uh, because of Spare Bedroom and because of life, he got to start it before I did. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he was like, did you start yet? I'm like, no. He's like, this first hour of the game is, like, designed for you. Like, this is designed. I was like, really? Okay. And so I went home that night and started it. And when... The, the the not even the the when the first big thing happened or whatever and it, i was through it i paused it and it had like 47 minutes on the clock and i came in the next day i was like you were 100 percent correct to the point i felt where it wasn't even fair uh there was a question here from maddie poo who wrote in uh to kind of funny.com slash p-s-i-l-y just like you can it says early impressions q how many times have you teared up so far did you, does that happen for you yet janet i d- I don't think it has, but I have been like taken by the story already. Like I had to stop myself from texting both of you guys. Cause one, I don't know how, if you, you know, I, I played that actually last night. So I feel like y'all probably already finished or were close or whatever to yeah. that section, but I don't want to spoil anything. And then also I'm like, I kind of want to stay with the podcast, but then I'm also, I'm like, am I even going to talk about this part of the podcast? Probably not. Right. Um, Here you are. <laughs> I had, I know, but I had like that moment of, I felt compelled to want to talk to people about this game, which obviously it's the kind of like when you review games early, you're just sitting there like yeah. you got like two people on your team and that's it. But yeah, like I've, I don't know if I've teared up, but I've been moved for sure. I to answer Maddie you. Poo's question, like how many times once and it wasn't teared up. I cried. Like it was the tears rolling down my face and Jen like really crying next to me. And that was within the first 45 minutes of the game. And this is very similar to when I was talking about like, throwback to the 2018 god of war preview i was like there's this fight and it's like the best superhero fight the, the you know that's not, no, nothing that wouldn't have made me cry but i'm saying like right. this will be the one that i can't wait for other people to get through and be like 
this is the moment that broke Greg. Of course, it's the moment that broke Greg. And I, I'll be excited for you to get to it and see how you all feel about it. But that first hour, especially where you're like, it's the same sauce, but it's different sauce. Like, this sauce is fucking delicious. And I was yes. so, I was with you of like, oh, okay, well, it's going to go that way. And then it fucking goes the other way. And I was like, oh, my God. I also like, um, and I feel, again, apologies for being so cryptic because I know sometimes it can be frustrating. But like, there's a moment here where I was like, I don't know. It's like they have something new to say. Again, maybe they're mechanically a lot of the, the stuff is the same or similar. Uh, that's the big like, thing I, I want to tell everybody watching. Also good, so I do want to get to that. Everybody watching that, I know Jan and I, of course, are the same person. We like the same things in games, and of course, that's story. I know people want to hear about gameplay where we're at with that, so we'll get to that. But I want to make sure everybody gets through right now what they're saying. Yeah, so, um, but it, it, there's just like. I'm I'm really into where this is gonna go. It's just so exciting. Also, shout to the sled dogs. Sled dogs fucking hit. Love love the, love those dogs. Sled dogs are cool. Yeah, you saw them in the B roll. Barrett was running earlier, but yeah, good to have them out there. Um, I want to talk about combat, and I think an easy transition would be going into the head and the mind of blessing at Oye Jr. But before I do that, let me remind you about patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You of course could get access to the show when we're not embargoed. So you can watch us record this show live. You could get it ad free. Of course you could get 38 episodes of bonus content nowhere else except patreon.com slash kind of funny. But for right now, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I should point out if you like the spare bedroom, we're fundraising on patreon.com slash kind of funny the entire month. <laughs> Thank you, Barrett. Uh, there's a million different things you can do. You can get a signed poster of all of us on the, the uh, stage. Uh, you could get the crew shirt we all wore on the spare bedroom launch stream. You can get all that on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You could just throw us a couple bucks and say, hey, the set's awesome. Congratulations. But I digress. What you could really get there, of course, is ad-free access to all our shows. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Shopify, the way that we and Rooster Teeth have powered the Kind of Funny store for years, and we absolutely love it. You can get this shirt there right now. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform, simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted, so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify and you will too. Shopify makes selling simple so you can put yourself and your ideas out there. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash KF Games to start selling online today. S H O P I F Y dot com slash KF Games. Next up, shout out to Raycon. I'm excited to tell you all about their new Raycon gaming series. The gaming series consists of two staple gaming audio products, the wireless gaming earbuds that are compact, portable, and universal, or the wireless gaming headphones that are comfortable and immersive. The hypersync low latency technology lets you hear what you see lag-free. That's always great for games. Of course, because no gamer's just a gamer, Raycon's gaming series is just as perfect for music, podcasts, and crystal clear phone calls. Personally, I'm a huge fan of bumping these with a haptic vibration 
kitchen. It's the extra type of way that I like to live. It keeps me extra immersed in all of the sound. As always, you get a 30-day Raycon happiness guarantee with free shipping and returns, no questions asked. They also offer buy now, pay later options. So stay on the winning team and go to buyraycon.com slash kinda today to get 15% off your Raycon order. You'll also get $20 off Raycon's gaming earbuds or $10 off their gaming headphones. That's buyraycon.com slash kinda to score 15% off and even more savings. Buyraycon.com slash kinda. Plus, this October, Raycon's got some special pricing up to $20 off. Don't miss out. Buyraycon.com slash kinda. All right, Janet, we're back. And we will now turn it over to the one, the only, Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of gaming, a.k.a. the OK Beast. Blessing, Adioye Jr. I'm going to take a sip of water, though, because this is long. He wrote a lot, Janet. Yeah, Combat Poppy, as they call him, you know. Is that what they're calling him now, Combat Poppy? Sure. Okay. That's what I said right now, so why not? Blessing writes in and says this. My biggest takeaway from God of War Ragnarok is that it's not trying to reinvent the wheel from God of War 2018. In a lot of ways, picking this game up feels like picking up the controller back, picking up the picking the controller back up from where I put it down in the previous game and continuing that journey. It's not a bad thing, though. In my first few hours, the twists and turns of the journey have kept me as engaged as the 2018 game. The flow of the story in the first hour alone sways from heartfelt family moments to bombastic badass god moments in a way that can only be done in modern God of War. The dialogue and story beats feel refined in a way. I believe in both the groundedness and the over-the-top, at times goofy, nature of this world more than I did in 2018. The balance of the writing is very impressive. As I'm sure, as I'm sure will come as a shock to many, I've completely 180'd on Atreus. I love him in this game. Awkward teenage Atreus is the homie. His back and forths with Kratos feel even in terms of who's right and who's in the wrong. He's an Atreus you can understand and identify with more. Gameplay-wise, there are some new bells and whistles in the combat. A new skill tree, new shields, and a, new me- and a few new mechanics like powering up an a- the axe and blades before unleashing. But for, so- but for as much as it feels new, so much of it feels the same. Of course, God of War's combat was great to begin with, but for those looking for something a bit more innovative, that's yet to be seen in the first few hours. That said, what makes up for that is the enemy design. Slaps physical game case. This bad boy can hold so many, so much enemy variety. The days of fighting trolls over and over again are over. Uh, I've not fought a troll in four hours. In fact, none of the mini bosses have felt like repeats of the, uh, each other so far. I'm really enjoying my time with Ragnarok. The story and writing are still the star of the show. The twists and turns have kept me on my toes. Every setup so far has had, had an unexpected payoff. I have no idea where the game is taking me at any given moment, and my, I find myself antsy to get back to it when I'm not playing. One of my only complaints is that some of the downtime when big story moments aren't happening can feel repetitive. Especially, having just played 2018, I find the quieter moments feeling like I'm going through the motions. But when it kicks into gear, it's firing on all cylinders. Janet Garcia, while I was reading that, you were bolding things in it. What do you yes. want? Take, take combat poppy to the mat. <laughs> All right. Um, so I just wanted to comment on some of the things. I mean, I think overall, like, I pretty much agree with what Bless had to say here. Sure. Um, but I want to, like, jump on a few things specifically. Uh, the new shields. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm curious what you tried out. I tried out both of the new shields that were available to me. I luckily had enough resources to buy them. One was... Um, it, it was described as like a like shield for parrying high risk high reward and the other one's like a shield for you and i was like what if i could be 
Andy Cortez. What's stopping me from, you know, being combat poppy? <laughs> yeah, Why yeah, not? Being the new Perry poppy. Exactly. So then I'm like, I'm going to get the Perry shield. No, and, uh, no, man. I switched out of that not too long into it. I will say for the, um, so th- I like that aspect of it because I think it just does reward and cater to certain gameplay styles. That said, I will not be the new Andy Cortez. I'm sad to make that revelation at 10 at night on my sofa but (laughs) um one thing that i was kind of surprised by and like greg i'm wondering if you had like a similar experience or not even though i just finished 2018 i played on like normal difficulty on this one i'm playing on you know it's like fair and balance is the way it's described as basically the normal mode right i i don't know if it's just because since we have both the you know the axe and the blades now even though that happened partway through 2018 as well i feel like i'm dying way more often like i just think i haven't gotten my sea legs for it yet for some reason even though I, it's it's pretty much the same and i just played it um i also felt like from not having done a lot of the side content in that first five hours yet um i am like level one and i was like fighting like level three enemies at a certain point which maybe that's intentional to like build up the stakes of oh this is like a tough little like moment but yeah i don't know if you had anything like similar if i just became washed or if i just don't have the right runes yet or i haven't figured out the you know the skills and again you get the skills really fast i got like six skills unlocked and i'm like i only know how to use one of them because like you know so i do find that i'm still falling into that element in terms of the skill tree of like i get them so quickly that maybe i'll button mash luck into them but i personally like to try to learn them but there's so many to learn at once that it's kind of just a lot to take in but where are you at? I'm just a Billy, writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y and says, does God of War Ragnarok feature improved combat? I played through 2018 this summer and remember button mashing my way through a lot of fights. I am right there with you, Janet, where I am getting into fights and I am losing. And not like a lot, and it's not also not losing in a way. There's There was one mini boss I ran into where, you know, you know everybody knows classic, this God of War 2018, right? Where, all right, cool. I got to go that way. So I'm going to go this way and I go this way and I find a door and I open a door and there's a mini boss in there and I go toe to toe with this mini boss and I'm getting closer and closer and then I screw it up and I'm back and I'm like, I die and I respawn. And finally I was like, all right, I got to get this done for the PS. I love you. So I went the other way and did it. And I don't remember ever having that happen to me in God of War 2018. And I don't remember dying this much. And it's not that the game is cheap. I think it's, uh, uh, it's a, not against, but it's an answer to I'm just a Billy, which is an answer to me a bit where like, so many people are like, oh, man, and then I use this combo and I do this thing and this. And I'm like, oh, I, ne- I mean, I unlocked all those. And I, I always use the I, I like to do the, you know, unlock the one where you run in and then smash down or do whatever and blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't in God of War 2018 really memorizing combos ever that I remember. And this one, I'm still not memorizing combos. But to your point, Janet, I am unlocking things that I'm, I'm specifically going through the skill tree and be like, all right, well, I dodge roll a lot. That's my style, right? So this one is... You know, I can dodge roll away, and if I tap my attack, I can throw my 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 blade out real quick or my uh, axe out real quick. I I should do that, and I should use that, and I'm using that. And so it's that it is that thing of going in fighting these big monsters, and again, you know, doing the side evade, you know, rolls to the side, get around them that way. And I remember getting through God of War 2018 no problem like that, and really not feeling like I didn't have to think about it, but not feeling like this is next level. I got to think nonstop, or it's brain dead. And this one definitely so far has been, man, I keep losing to this big fucking lizard. Um, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? And it's like, I went in and I'm, I'm suddenly, well, let's switch weapons. Let's see what does more damage. Okay. Like, you know, you brought up, or I think uh, a uh, blessing actually brought up, right? There is this new thing of, 
with your axe, hold triangle, and you infuse it with frost, and so it's going to do cold attacks. Your blades, you can warm them up and get them infused with fire to use them for attacks. All right, let's mix that in. Okay, well, I have the rune. I have the special attack on L1. Let's use the, and then it's like, okay, I'm not parrying enough. I, uh, of course, started. I saw that, hey, if you want to parry like a pro, I was like, no, nah, I don't. Thank you very much. And I took the <laughs> other shield that's name has escaped me, but it is one that has its own little radial dial that as you do evades or per- perfect blocks with it or just blocks in general and absorb the damage, you can then charge it up and slam it down to give damage back to everybody, kind of like Black Panther's suit. I'm having a great time with that. And so suddenly it is this thing of, I think most of the fights, you know, you learn pretty quick of like, oh, these lizard men, they, one of them sticks to the wall and spits poison, so I got to be doing this while his friends try to get me. And then there are joggers, but it's not like before with joggers. There's not like only joggers. And then there's, what do they call them? Like the ravagers. There's like, you know, human people that are just pissed in the woods that you're around. Then they got these dudes that are yeah. uh, coming down and they're all ghostly white and they got purple eyes and they got bifrost power and so this adds a new thing where they don't even have to hit you with the bifrost attack if they do the area of the aoe with it then yeah you get infected with it and what it does is like shortens your health bar and like puts bifrost in there so that you have to wait for that to clear before you can heal beyond that like there's a bunch of dynamics and combat things that are happening here that i don't think are holy shit it feels like a brand new game but I also don't feel like, oh, man, I'm just doing the same thing I did in God of War 2018. Here I am having to think more, and I am enjoying that. Yeah, I (laughs) am like, do I want to think is the thing. I just feel like because... You can do that, too, so I'm not going to say, like, there's no solution. And, like, I'll probably just stick here and try to, like get you know my feet on the ground but and that's my thing because every every one of the times i've run into the i've run into the wall and i die and i die and i die there i do ex- with the exception of the room i ran away from so i could make sure i was done for a preview but every other time i've i have that moment it's yes. the moment everybody looks for in an elden ring right where i beat the thing and i'm like whoof got it by the skin of my teeth but i got it all right trace on to the next thing i think i think too the difficulty we're running into is somewhat self-inflicted right because just like you like i've had you know mini bosses where oh i died like two times and then i like i'm like okay this time for real for real and then i win and i like barely lost any health and i'm like yeah. okay clearly i just had like but the wrong strategy good. it feels good right yeah. when you have it and when it does all click and i'm like oh my god i feel like i feel like the god of war i'm fucking this thing up i just feel like for me i have I have been sad at how humbled I've been because I felt like I was really good at God of War 2018 when really it's like, nah, I just had that weird ice gun that I used on everything. But, as <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, so I just got to find how that all your works out. Gun. I think find too, your new ice gun. Yeah, find my new ice gun. I think, too, I still am a little bit generally dissatisfied with how the skill tree stuff rolls out and how, like, the... I, I think really, like... Yeah, you really have to do it yourself to, like, memorize everything or figure things out. And they have, like, the pop-ups of, oh, this enemy has this. Uh, Enemies have a lot more telegraphing, too. There's, like, three kinds of attacks. There's, like, white, yellow, and red. Red. And I think red can't be blocked. Can't block it. Can't block it, yeah. Um, but stuff like that, and I've gone back because, like, I've kind of forgotten some of these things already, and I'm like, let me go back into the menus for, like, the, like, it's a part of your notebook, but really it's just, like, how to run, you know, like, that area, and it didn't have as much in there about combat as I hoped it would, so, again, it's, it's pretty much the same combat inherently, but, like, the enemies kind of have a little bit more going to them, and I think because it is a sequel, and you do have, like, the two weapons already and things like that, there's a little bit more to immediately keep track of than there was in god of war 2018 so in that sense i i feel like it's a little bit harder than what i was playing in 20 with the god of war 2018 not a bad thing but just something that i'm like okay i have to like get this together if i want to get in that flow that i had before 
for sure. And I think that's a big part of it too, of like jumping between games for review or, you know, just get, you know, having our first five hours with it. I'm interested to see what it will be when we're, you know, eight hours in, 10 hours in, however long the game is, as you get deeper and we've unlocked more and we are really feeling being you know, Kratos and what it's going to feel like and where we're going to go with that. Um, here's a question I, I like, uh, and I have a bunch of short ones too, uh, Janet, but uh, Oli Shoes writes in and says, having just beaten God of War again a couple days slash weeks ago, did you feel any fatigue playing through the sequel or at least part of it? I honestly am all for more of the same when it comes to the sequel uh, as, for something as great as God of War. I just want to know if it feels uh, like an extension. Or, do, have you had that moment where you're like, all right, well, like Blessing kind of talks about, okay, well, there's these down moments, right? The downtime when the big story moments aren't happening can feel repetitive, which is the exploring an area, figuring out where to go, you know, opening up chests and stuff like that. Are you feeling rep- repetition, Janet? I'm definitely feeling the repetition. I mean, I think, it, I think it's just like, uh, there, objectively, it is no sections repetitive because it's the same thing it's like okay you open up like the only thing that's different is like there's one where they're like i don't think you have what you need yet and i'm like hmm okay and i have no idea what that is like genuinely because i haven't played further but um so there is a hint of like more yeah Um, you're definitely gonna get new unlockables you're running or like new powers i've seen yeah you're talking about like Oh, that's got a big lock on it. That's a color of a yeah, rock. Yeah, like I don't have. this chess puzzle will be different. But you know, like there's still like the the eyes of Odin birds and other yeah. things like that. Um, at the same time, I feel like there is comfort in the familiarity. But you know, different people are going to take that differently. For me, I didn't necessarily mind that, even though it did feel like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing here because I enjoy doing those little puzzles a lot. I will say, and I looked in the settings, I don't think there's a way to ch- ch- adjust this, but I wish I had more control. Let me know if I missed the setting also, Greg, because I looked at it yesterday. I couldn't find anything. Um, how to maybe like cater the hint system a little bit more? Because there are times where I walk up to something, like there was one where it's like, you have to light the fire to like, you know, get the root or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I walked up to it and I was like, yeah, I was in my head. I'm like, okay, I bet I got to light this on fire. Cool. And, you know, still early. So it's like barely showing you how things connect and stuff. And as soon as I got there, they were like, I think you got to light that on fire. I'm like, I know I wanted to feel like I did it myself. Shut so, up, and Patrice. then other times though, in the game's defense, I'm like, fuck, which way do I go? Can someone tell me? So I just kind of wish, I know it's a little gamey, but I just in general, like a slider or just a little bit, more with that could be a bit more compelling because i feel like there's a lot of other ways to like customize everything and i don't see as much in like puzzles except for like they have a cool thing that's like auto lock on for puzzles or like flagging things they have like a, a bunch of cool stuff in the yeah, settings they have, but they have such a bevy of accessibility features i haven't even gone into it so i don't know if they have also, that the subtitles are good now y'all i know you were like talking about when i played god of war 2018 someone's like these are subtitles for ants and i agree they were so <laughs> ridiculously small um i have them set to extra large and they do genuinely seem large like I'm down for the subtitles. They got the whole little, you know, different colors and different backgrounds and stuff. So I can now, I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm reading, I'm excited. Again, I could read the other ones, but they were very tiny. So obviously it's like base level shit, but I was excited that that is one of the many things that they fixed and added to those features. Yeah. What I, you know, get caught up in my own head about sometimes is yeah. Like, you know, create or uh, Atreus will act like the living compass, right? He's going to run over to the door you're supposed to go through. Yeah. He's going to run down the, you know, you have three different uh, paths. He's going to run down the one you're supposed to so you can feel confident going into the other ones. But sometimes I do, I'm i not even paying attention to that and I overthink it and I'm doing the same thing. Or to your point, like, I will have that, like, what am I supposed to do here? And you look at Atreus and he's just, like, standing at a wall staring. I'm like, oh, go to that. Okay, well, that's what I got to do. Got it. I'll go do that. But it's fun, if you know, just to get out there and 
disconnect from that or whatever. Uh, I got a couple quick fire for you, Janet. You ready? Sure. Jason Doss writes in to page. No, dang it. I'm going to get out of that habit. Kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-O-I. and says, regarding God of War Ragnarok, is there a recap video of the events that occurred in God of War 2018 similar to what Horizon Forbidden West did, Janet? Yes. Correct. That's the right answer. Right at the beginning. Top of the, right before you even and start hell the game. yeah, I watched it, even Me though too? I just finished the game. <laughs> Me too. Well, I think it's like such a great one of like, what do you think's important? What are like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's kind of like when you get up previously on She-Hulk or whatever, and they talk about a specific character, like, oh, that's going to be an important plot point here. I don't need to try to remember everything from the last six episodes. Just that thing. That's helpful. I like that. Uh, Professor Boom X Zero writes in and says, how do the haptics and adaptive triggers feel in Ragnarok? And does it add to the experience, Janet? Um, they feel great. I think it does add to the experience. Just, it, I, it's just not as, it doesn't stick in my mind as clearly as it did back in the day, like a few years ago when we first started with like the haptic feedback, just because I got a little bit used to it. Sure. But there's definitely like, there's like that weight there and like hollowness at other parts. I actually remember like, t- like clicking like R2 and being like, oh, there's- oh, they really like went over the top with like the feel here in a good way. Like, I think it, it works in it's, service of it it's a similar thing for me where i think you know when i saw the question i was like huh i need to pay more attention when i play because mm-hmm. it is that idea that i know it's there and i feel it's there but i haven't like thought in, and so like my uh i did an hour or so before this to make sure i was uh, up to date on everything and yeah it's 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 definitely there does it add to the experience I don't know. you know what i mean i i don't i don't feel I like you'd notice it if it wasn't if it wasn't there is kind of my comment with that i doubt it right but i mean i feel i like what i'm feeling i feel like it's icing on the cake i don't feel like that's what's like sucking me in or no, I think it's debatably the best part like, of cake if it doesn't make me feel like i'm holding an axe greg then it's dumb all right but that already felt so good on ps4 just to get it back people always yeah. say icing on the cake as if you oh y'all just eating dry cakes out there i, I know, know that, some that, cakes that, can be like pound cake can be dry but like yeah, is your default Muffin? cake just fucking de-iced no but i'm saying i'd eat the cake no matter what you bring me a chocolate it's more like the decorations on the on the cake yeah. It's like the candles on the cake. It's like uh, extra well, it's icing a birthday, you put you on top of the, candles the icing on the cake. to make a cool like Spider-Man face or something like that. Yes, know? it's the Spider-Man face on the cake. Thank you, Barrett. Yeah. That's what we'll say from now on, everybody. It's the Spider-Man face on the cake. Now, this does answer, a- enter into another question from Ryan. <laughs> no, Ryan Povala Higgins, who says, does God of War feel like a true next-gen experience? There were worries when it was announced it was going to be cross-gen. Do you think the PS4 version has held the next-gen version back? No, but I do think no, you, it looks. Wait, no, you don't think okay. it's next. It, it feels like a true next gen experience, or no, it didn't hold back. PS4 didn't hold um, it back. Weirdly, both. Okay. Um, but I want to add like clarification to that statement. Sure. So the reason that I don't say it definitely feels like a true next gen experience is solely because 2018 looked so good. Without looking at like screenshots back to back, I feel like they look the same. But that's not because God of War Ragnarok doesn't look good. That's because God of War 2018 looked like god of war ragnarok if that makes sense i don't think the ps4 i don't feel like oh they like you can tell like i don't it it looks gorgeous um it'd be kind of weird if it looked better because i don't even know what that would look like i i I genuinely can't perceive how that would look how it would look much better anyway because it already looked so freaking good true next-gen experience is always such a okay what does that mean thing especially you know you know, I realize, you know, we're two years into the PlayStation 5, so maybe we should be delivering on more. What I'll say, and this is, you know, also a loaded thing, because remember, of course, my impressions now of what God of War 2018 looked like are me two months ago playing God of War 2018 on the That's PS5. True too, on the PS5, with, yes. Yeah, with four, or 60 frames a second already and yada, yada, yada. Like, what I've noticed in terms of graphical fidelity of it 
is detail. Like, you know, I mean, there's an early on thing where Kratos is sitting out, outside and Trace is talking to him. And it is you see like the wisps of his beard blowing in the wind. You see all the, the wrinkles and, you know, wear on his face. There's so much texture to everything. Like, you know, cutting through the snow, the way the snow, like it feels like that's where the, you know, fidelity of the PlayStation 5 and what it can do is coming in. I do think it's gorgeous in 60 frames. I do think, you know, they've done a lot um, to play with verticality, I think, in the world a bit more. Obviously, Kratos feels so heavy. He felt heavy in 2018, which made sense. He is built like a fucking, I don't even know, linebacker, the big show, whatever you want to name, the right? beefy boy. The big old beefy boy. He's Big E from WWE. And so, like, he's not meant to be that super fast, but now they've given him more with, like, you know, jumping off the side and using your uh, blades to come down. They do that way more than ever before. Yeah. I know that's, I know that's happened in God of War, but, yeah, like, they're using it in a new way, a new mechanical system of it and stuff like that. So it's like he's, he's, he's Spider-Man, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just he's, he's Spider-Man. All right, that's the quote they're he's gonna pull so out. He's so nimble. He's not that nimble. I'm just saying that I, I oh feel like they're God. using. He's traversing uh, more, and but again, that's not like next-gen stuff. Like, yeah, I'm like, with you, Janet. Where like I don't feel like I, you play it. You're like, holy shit, this can only happen on the PlayStation Five because it's not. Yes. But I also don't go, oh. If there wasn't a PlayStation 4 version, this game would do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, like, this is one of the best-looking games, like, I've played this year. Add all the other things. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a gorgeous-looking game. I don't think anyone's going to look at this and desire more from the fidelity and the performance. And to the next-gen question, the only game I really ever felt like, oh, yeah, this is a next-gen, was that Ratchet & Clank game, I think, because the jump was so gorgeous and wild. From the last and, time like, we had ever played, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it would just uh, that really did feel like bonkers, but I haven't had that feeling since then. That's not a bad thing, but it's just like the facts of the matter. Like that said, I mean, obviously get a PS5, you can freaking get a PS5 because it's a great console, but there you go. It is a great console. Don't worry about that. They didn't pay us to say it. Game provided by PlayStation. Um, There it is. <laughs> Why is you feeling me? Why? I love it. It's there ready to go. Uh, Janet, I, today, I feel but... like we've come around and we've, we've kind of answered everything we it could in terms of gameplay story is there anything on the tip of your tongue that you haven't oh my gosh gotten off that you want to um oh atreus doesn't um it doesn't sit on curse's back anymore because he's too big i think that's cute Aww, that's um sad. and they make a reference to it I like know, oh you can do that now you can climb yourself i, I put um i put a it, i wrote this all on my like my notes app um and i put like the old school like semicolon like underscore semicolon tears next to it because sure, it's like sure. our little boys all grown up and like you know i don't know there's something it, it sounds silly because you know he's fucking a fake character but like there's something emotional i think about about that yeah, yeah. baby all grown up sled dog's good yeah like it's just it's it is a joy to see him come into his own and i can't wait to see what his journey ends up being um yeah what about you any final final words i can't wait to get back to it i can't you know what i mean like you know god of war 2018 uh, the replay reconfirmed what i already had been saying for years that it was my favorite game of all time and so to have you know my one of my fears were, was for this that it would just be more of the same and it is more of the same but it's not and i don't know that's again i don't know how to really it's more of the same it's like in the when right you have way. fries, but like they have a different topping on them. And okay, you're like, sure. this topping really took the fries to like kind of another level. Like it just brings out a different like flavoring. Um that are, that like works in its own right, I think. Do you think this is if you had to guess now, do you think this will be your new favorite game of all time? Oh, great question, Janet. Right now, I would say no. 
But it's because I think God of War is so great, 2018. And can and it's also the fact that like this is like Last of Us One, Last of Us Two, where it's like can Ragnarok be awesome without God of War 2018? And so like, can you look past that? Like how? Can, and don't get me wrong, like it has the possibility. Like I love where they're taking these characters that they've that I've fallen in love with. I love that they're not in the first five hours doing the tropey thing of. I'm I'm growing up to be my own man. You can't be your own man. Fuck you, Dad. I'm gonna go off and do this. Like it's not doing I, to what Blessing said. I don't know where we're going, and I think that's awesome. And there was a question I didn't use. They're like, we don't know where we're going either. The They're characters, like, right, yeah. you know. Dilbo Baggins, which is a great name, asked like, does it <laughs> does it feel like Kratos is just there in the eye of the hurricane that is Ragnarok, watching everything in the unfold? Eye of the hurricane. Or does it feel like he is Ragnarok itself, launching everything forward towards the final fight? Like. Right now, it does feel like I, they're doing such a great job of making me Kratos, where it's like, I am on this ride, and I love my son, and I love, even though Kratos would never say he loves his son or loves these people, like, I'm here, and I'm doing it, but I am not sure where we're going, and that is scary and beautiful and a million other things. You probably want to say most of that, but that's how I feel about it. I could just, you know, <laughs> jump, jump off how he feels. That's how I feel. And ladies and gentlemen, how will we finally feel? When God of War Ragnarok comes out in a few short weeks, you don't have to wait to find out much longer. Thursday, November 3rd, 9 a.m. Pacific is the review embargo for God of War Ragnarok. We will be here doing a kind of funny games cast. Here's the exciting part about it, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday, November 3rd at 9 a.m., we will do the kind of funny games cast, the review of God of War Ragnarok live you can watch live as we record that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh, probably twitch then too but i just for now we'll say youtube.com slash kind of funny games a live recording uh and that, what that will lead into of course is we will do it the 9 a.m the recording and then ps i love you will be 3:15 as always there on that thursday afternoon meaning that you can watch our review live you can read ign's you can go call lucy james and say what are you what is what do you guys think of giant bomb and then you can send in all it's your like, questions how'd you, get this number? <laughs> you can send all your questions every ps i love you leading into that God of War, I will give one of Lucy James's numbers out uh, and the numerals to her <laughs> phone number. Don't do that, right, I won't do it. Uh, anyways, Not though, that. you can write into kindoffunny.com slash PSILY that day with all your questions, and we will do a PS I Love You FAQ about what we think of that there, God of War Ragnarok. But for now, we bid them a fine farewell. I want to talk about this week in PlayStation, Janet. Just a couple fun things here. Not even fun. Sometimes weird. Uh, Jordan Midler at VGC writes, uh, Call of Duty may not appear on Game Pass for a number of years. Call of Duty games seemingly won't appear on Game Pass for a number of years due to an existing deal between Activision and Sony. Microsoft recently published its response to the Competition and Market Authority's decision to review the $69 billion merger due to several concerns, including the impact of competition in the console, game streaming, and subscription spaces. In a footnote, it references a tweet from Phil Spencer alluding to, quote, prior agreements between Activision and Sony, which would prohibit Microsoft from adding Call of Duty to Game Pass, even in the event of the acquisition being approved. Quote, the agreement between Activision Blizzard and Sony includes restrictions on the ability of Activision Blizzard to place Call of Duty titles on Game Pass for a number of years. The footnote reads, Janet, great news. Don't worry about it, PlayStation people. <laughs> Xbox people are still going to play for Call of Duty as well, right? I mean, this is business. So, you know, yeah. it kind of reminds me of like that we had that larger conversation around um it kind of coming out of like PlayStation setting up deals to like prevent games from going to things like Game Pass or other subscription services. It's yeah. like, yeah, this it's it's a it's a business. It's a competition. It's about selling 
product. And those deals um, don't go away just if you get bought. If you, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they don't tear up the contract even if Activision Blizzard goes to Microsoft. So, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just how that's just how it is. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a in a sense a downer because I think the fun part is like just talking about, you know, games and hanging out. But at the end of the day, like it's a business and it's a competitive market. So this is a business decision. And it's not it actually isn't all about like we just want the most people to have the most. fun. Yeah, well, we're here to you should have fun here because we need to sell you the fun here. It's more fun here. Don't you want to be here, you know, and not there because you can't. It's the same difference, so hang out uh, on PlayStation. I mean, that's basically what this is. Uh, what about you, Greg? Did this shock and appall you? Are you no, dancing I saw on so the we did, we did, When we talked about it on Games Daily, so many people were like, oh, my God, petty PlayStation. Yeah, I'm like, this is what business is. This PlayStation, yeah. that, especially like to take into account, of course, that this was an agreement before the, you know Microsoft bought them. It was just them being like, listen, like you can't immediately go there. I do think it's going to be interesting, number one, to see when the deal goes through what the cutoff is is it just a year yeah. out every call of duty you know that is more than a year old can go on game pass and then i also think it's interesting whenever this agreement goes away does xbox start putting call of duty on game pass or do they still want people you know our hands were tied we lulled everybody into this they had to do this anyway and guess what we're making a lot of money off of it so it's great yeah you know is it kind of like um marvel unlimited right where I, I i'm rusting on it now but it used to be at launch you know a new comic dropped and then six months later it would go to the service like is that going to just be the deal from here on out that like the new call of duty isn't day and date game pass but in one year when the next call of duty is it is and they keep putting them out that way like it'll be interesting to see either way microsoft's going to make hella money and so they don't really care about it and playstation just right. wants to make sure people can keep buying call of duty and spending hella money on playstation so for now everybody wins and where that goes in the future nobody knows now, the one thing I do know about the future, Janet Garcia, is that Spider-Man 2 is still on track for 2023. This is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. Insom Insomniac Games has reassured fans that the highly anticipated Spider-Man 2 is still on track for 2023's release date, despite the developer going quiet since the reveal last year. As reported by Dual Shockers, Insomniac weighed in on a conversation between fans on Twitter who pointed out it's been more than a year since any significant updates on Spider-Man 2 were released. Though it didn't confirm when we'll hear more about the game, Game Awards, Insomniac instead explained that it hasn't shown off more, of the, more for logistical reasons rather than any issues with its development. Quote, don't be worried. We're making good progress, and it's still slated for 2023. Showing games, I'm sorry, yeah, no, showing games takes time, effort, resources, and coordination, the developer said. Janet Garcia, will we be playing Spider-Man 2 in 2023? Sure. Why not? They said it, so it has to be true um, until maybe it isn't. But no, I mean, I think generally, again, that old conversation of like how often do insomniac tiles get delayed i feel like not very so i feel pretty good about their 2023 and it was it was like surprising to see that they announced it for such what felt like a quick turnaround um but yeah like i totally believe that this is why they haven't that they just haven't shown it purely because of the logistical reasons as mentioned where it's just like yeah i mean it's still gonna be around i think a lot of us have been predicting that as one of the big marquee titles in either like a state of play or yeah. a playstation showcase or whatever we might get next like that's maybe when it'll have its big moment and then hopefully by then you know the gap between that big moment and the release is you know smaller maybe we even have like a date or a window so yeah i don't i don't see any reason to worry at this point no, and that was the other thing, too. I was kind of not shocked, obviously. Nothing on the internet shocks me anymore. Uh, but it was the idea it's that, scary. like, I know, it's bad out there. Be careful. Uh, but it was the idea of people like, oh, man, we haven't heard anything about Spider-Man. It's like, 
Well, of course not. Like, they have God of War right here on the horizon, right? We had Horizon this year. Like, you announced these games. And Horizon's on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you got PSVR. Like, you, you have these beats coming up. You don't want to talk all over them with something that arguably is a bigger deal or more interesting to certain people. So, in the run-up to Spider-Man, when the runway's clear and we're worried about landing that plane, that's when they'll be promoting Spider-Man and we'll see a bunch of stuff right. like that. So, I personally do believe it. But, of course, I also really want to believe it because I want to play that real bad. Now, Janet, do you want to play with a new... DualSense Edge. It's coming January 26th for $200. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Sony is launching its new DualSense Edge wireless controller in January, priced at $199.99. The high-performance controller is fully customizable, much like Xbox's uh, Elite controllers, and includes removable analog thumbsticks, rear buttons, changeable stick caps, and multiple control profiles. The DualSense Edge allows owners to change out stick caps for three types, standard, high dome, and low dome. There are also two swappable back buttons, half dome or lever, uh, that can be mapped to any buttons, much like the paddles found on other controllers. You can even replace the stick modules, which will be sold separately. Janet, how many of these can I mark you down for? Um, are you just, if you're just handing me them, one. If you're having me order them, probably none. But I will say, uh, not gonna lie, I played with, and again, not a one-to-one, -one, but similar idea. I played with the Xbox Elite controller for the first time ever when I was at the studio um in the lab playing fortnite oh yeah and while i'm like i have no idea what i would do with these extra buttons and then mike's like everything everything janet you would you're gonna map your whole life to those buttons so i'm like okay um as i like squatted yeah, up with andy and got zero kills and got the title pacifist in our in our uh wow. our win that day Gamer. but at the same time right pro like anyone can kill in fortnite but to not kill and not be killed that's another level um but not gonna lie i'm like this does feel really cool but again it's one of those things where it's like what do i need a 200 dollars controller for i don't even know what i would be cost like well, i don't even have like ideas for these buttons or what i would do but maybe it's the kind of thing where you can grow into it you know like a, like a like a big jacket you get for the holidays when you're too small sure, but sometimes you sure. don't grow into it you know i'm only five feet tall so are you gonna get this controller because you might just still be five feet tall i, I one thing uh, for the uh back buttons and stuff that i recommend easing into if you were uh intrigued by getting this uh 200 controller which is uh kind of crazy um is anything that you feel like you don't want to move your uh, uh, trigger fingers from the trigger buttons to sure. the bumpers, map the bumpers to the back paddles. So your middle fingers are always there and hanging out and stuff like that. So you have ease of access to all four at the same time. Just yeah. A, just, a, just a recommendation. It's one of those I where when Xbox launched the Elite controller, they were nice enough to send, uh, I don't know if everybody kind of funny got one, but I got one. And I went home and I turned it on and I plugged in. I'm like, damn, this thing's heavy. And then I started trying to use back paddles and I put it down and I gave it to Andy. I'm like, I'm good. Like, this just, I'm not playing those kind of games. I'm not that, you know what I mean? It's, I understand you're trying to be the I mean, competitive. Did you lake yet? Clicking heads. Yeah, exactly. Am I using it in lake to make the, the <laughs> mail truck go faster? No, I'm good. Don't worry. Those people, those How's it helping mail, me in Cult of the Lamb? You know what I mean? Now I'm all right. So God bless you, everybody. And I'll definitely try it. Like, I'm sure there'll be preview and demo stuff for it. Maybe my, you know, opinion would be changed, but it's just like I've been playing games too long one way. I don't need, but I don't. I feel like the back paddles. It's just I don't need that. I'm, I don't need that in my life. But maybe it would help. Maybe that was when you and me would be using the expert parry shield in God of War. Maybe that's what it would. Yeah, do. maybe that's that's actually what's stopping us from getting to that next upper echelon of gaming. Greg, the other thing, Janet, too, like I have to be ready at the drop of a hat to be walking through the airport and somebody to toss a controller and me to play them in a video game. So I can't be reliant on these novelty controllers. 
in these goofy paddles and stuff. Mike got so mad yeah. at me the other day when I went in there to test something in the lab with him. I, I started playing, and then I just stopped playing, and I took off all the back paddles on the Elite Control. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm bumping them. I'm just trying to shoot something, but I'm bumping them, and they're throwing grenades. I'm not about it. I digress. It's time for PlayStation Picks. This is where we tell you about the big titles coming out on PlayStation this week and tell you what we've been playing. Of course, we're late this week. Or no, or do, shoot, Blessing usually does this. He recaps the week, right? He doesn't preview the next yeah. week. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, he does. Yep, this week. This kid died. Of course, uh, this week saw the release of a Plague Tale Requiem all across the place, uh, in the place being the world where you can play video games, right? Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection came to PC. Uh, and then, of course, you have Gotham Knights coming out tomorrow. That's right. Gotham Knights coming, and new, new Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, but Gotham Knights, I'll tell you what, not doing well in the reviews. But, Janet, you and I have both been playing Gotham yes. Knights. Uh, I talked about it on Games Daily today. Uh, the quick recap version, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is that I got it. It was my reward after Spare Bedroom. Uh, s- Sunday, I popped it in, played for a bunch of hours, uh, turned it off, and I have not even thought about going back to it. I just, it, it, it just, it ain't it. J- uh, Janet, what do you think of it? Um, It's not good, but I have decided that I'm going to see it through because why not? Even though I have eight other games on my say, pretty busy review season right now, Janet, that'd be why not? Yeah, <laughs> it's been, um, well, I, here's the thing. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll keep this part brief because I want to talk about the actual game, but it's like, we get so many, and I know it's like a privileged, good problem to have, but sure. it's like, there's so many codes come through. Obviously we can't play everything, but you try to pick your spots where it's like, okay, this is one that I'm really going to spend time with. And for me, I'm like, okay, I did, you know, Mario plus rabbits on my own site. Still got to beat that and finalize the review. This came down the pipeline and obviously we have God of War. So I guess now it's all, it's all out there. Um, so I did the God of War preview stuff. And that's cool. I, I marked out yesterday in my calendar to do that. That was right before I got my, my own cold. So today I just laid down and watched the Blair Witch. I didn't do any gaming. <laughs> but the days before that, the Monday and Tuesday, because I came back to L.A. Sunday at like 8 p.m. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I can't do anything. Um, so I played Gotham Knights for two days. I, one day was like, oh, I was doing a lot of chores that day. And the second day I had like the whole day. I'm like, I'm sitting down. This is what work is today. We're going through Gotham Knights. I'm like 16 hours in according oh, wow. to okay. the PlayStation clock, which, um, you know, that PlayStation clock, it doesn't know. And that could for, be 60 this, hours, could be six. For this game, I've seen it's pretty accurate. Okay. Okay. So I'm 16 hours in. I believe, based on my guesstimates, which I'm sure I could look into this more, I think I'm like three-fourths through based on what I assume to be. I also like peaked at the trophies to try to get a sense of yeah, when sure. do I think this might end, right? Um, it's like you've, the main quest line is like following these cases for like what's going on in Gotham and then you have like side kind of stuff with like villain arcs and all that. Um, yeah, I mean, part of it was what I kind of expected given the preview, right? It's like a little bit mm, kind of kind of like a little middling in certain elements, but I think the story is intriguing. I like being these characters. It's like cool to see more of Gotham and like be in that space and i like the motorcycle right but as i started to dig into more stuff that i didn't get to see before stuff like the open world structure and then just elements of the mission structure really didn't sit right with me where it's like uh, the thing with got the nice i think it's a game that has a lot of good ideas and on paper this game sounds awesome but in practice it just kind of has a level of like blandness to it that's like, man, this could be cool, but the way you did it wasn't cool. Yeah. Um, a small example is like they have these uh, open world like kind of uh, speed run things. You've seen this in a million games, right? Freaking Sunset Overdrive, um, a bunch of other titles, right? Like you activate it, you go through a thing, get to the end, you get like a little reward. Cool. I'm like doing these though. Is I think even Spider Man has one like that. Doing these Screwball. isn't fun. 
it's like not fun to like have to run through it. It doesn't control well enough to feel like you're really pushing in an intriguing way. Other things like the fast travel, it's like, okay, scan these things. We've done this in a million games. It's like you go there and you scan them. And like sometimes you gotta wait for them to be on the little pad and then you scan them from there. And it's like, I can't help, like so many of these design elements, I see them and I think of so many other games that did them well. And then there's Gotham Knights, which is like, did it? It's like, I did the assignment. I have to give you like a certain grade because you did the assignment, but it's like, it's lacking. Like it doesn't end up hitting. And then I've just run into a bunch of other little things here and there with like, now that I'm even further in of feeling like there are parts of this game that feel improperly balanced with like, I literally went and did a quest where I was like double the level and I was like getting my ass kicked because it's like, Oh, well now it's two heavies at once. It's also a lot of like repetitive, like so it, it just isn't good, you know, at the end of the day. And I'm just kind of, I want to get through it to be like, I got through it. I finished it. Boom. little check mark serotonin in the brain. And also just to like get a more rounded perspective of the game and also like game design at large. Like I sure. think there is value in our profession too. Oh, so I'm seeing like, it through that's one to of like the, get to know it more. That's, so that's one, one of at. the things that like I do miss to a degree of being strictly a reviewer at IGN. Right. When I mm -hmm. started off into that, cause it was like, if you're only playing and talking about the things you love, it's so hard then to have a critical eye for the things that, aren't good because x y or z or this that and the other like in the car ride this is at work today barrett you know who reviewed it for us you can check out the x cast he's got a big review there and of course if you want the short version there's a tiktok and youtube short for it um and he was like you think you're ever gonna get back to it and i was like man i would like to like you know i love dc you know i love batman you know i love batgirl and robin and nightwing it's like i would love to but it's just like the amount of fun i was having like there's still at any given time a dozen games i could have more yes. fun with and so, like, for me to sit there and be like, and granted, we're in the storm right now of games. So it's like, maybe, when, I, I, and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, at the end of November, because God of War, and I'm like, well, then it'll be almost time for Callisto Protocol. Well, then it's time for Midnight Suns. Well, then I'm getting ready for Dead Space Remake in January. It's like, I don't right. know when I'm going to get to that dry period where I'm like, you know what I really want? This middling superhero game where I was pissed off about all the way, it, it, how it wants me to upgrade, what it wants me to do, this, the patrols being boring, like, Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I played That's that. Fair. That was what I wanted to talk about, too, pretty much. I also played God of War Ragnarok I've talked about. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is out. I'm in it, of course, uh, and we, we're doing sponsored streams for it. But I I love that game. Ghostbusters, I think they did really well. Jen, have you played it? I got you codes, I remember, but I know you've been busy. I haven't played it yet, but I do plan to – I have plans right now to play it this weekend because I'm like, okay, it's a crazy – I got to – let's put some breaks in here. And also, yeah. it's funny because I did get that cold, and I feel like it was my body being like, you thought you were too busy? Well, you're uh, – what if I killed you? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll lay down. Um, but, yeah, I want to play with Isaiah. We have plans to play this weekend. If I'm feeling better, which I kind of doubt it, I want to also go to Spirit Halloween, but we'll see. Very nice. Our, our mecca but yeah he wa he watched the movie to prepare for the game and i'm, I'm gonna go in cold i'm just gonna play the game and see what that perspective's like so Have you not you haven't seen ghostbusters either no wow cool all right you well, don't my, need to. mike has barrett please don't do this to me <laughs> All right, Mike hasn't either. We need, we need to do a movie night, all of us. We can watch Mike it on Mike hasn't, hasn't had watched Ghostbusters. He really ate that egg. Mike's living life right now, though. He's having, like, eight new experiences every two days. And I'm, Mike's you know, back there I'm just eating jealous, something right now. I don't know. What, yeah. what are you eating, Mike? What do you got over there? He's got a bagel over there. He's enjoying hey, the bagel. He refuses to watch the movie unless oh, yeah. he can watch it on TikTok, uh, mirrored mode in, in a theater <laughs> uh, being live streamed to him, you know? First off, let's not. That's the way. Let's not knock that's watching the, bootleg stuff on TikTok. It's fun. That's it's the fun. way cinema was meant to be consumed. You know what I mean? Suck it, Scorsese. Uh, mm -hmm. And then yeah, Gotham Knights. And then I, I did. A, I started a Plague Tale. 
Uh, yes. The new one, Requiem, right? That's the one. Or no, this, uh, this is in. Yeah, Requiem. Yes. And I'll tell you what. This is my thing. We've seen trailers. I was like, I never liked Innocence. I never, it never got me. But I saw her stabbing people. And I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe this. And I play this. And I was like, no, nope, this is the same thing. Still not enjoying this. Still not having a fun time with this. But See, again, as somebody who didn't like the first one, and everybody else did, if you like the first one, I'm sure you like this one. But for me, I was just like, I just do not like this. This is one, because again, it's like, I know sometimes people ask me, like, why are you finishing this game if you don't like it? It's because there's so many things I just can't get to at all that I like to just pick my spots. So, like, Playtale, like, you told me you weren't, like, hot on it. I've actually never played Innocence or Requiem, but I have both. And, like, those are a pairing where, assuming if I like Innocence, I'll go to Requiem. But I'm like, I want to, I do want to get into those, but there's so much going on that they're just going to have to be in a different kind of category of my headspace, but um, we'll see. I don't know if, there, is there a game you didn't like that I did like? I feel like it doesn't happen very much. Uh, yeah, I remember part. I didn't, I, and like, like is such a general term, sure. but remember I didn't, I, like you you and Bless were like so over the moon for Chicory, and I was like, I'm not really vibing that oh, much yeah. with it. Like, you know what I mean? And I think I like Tome more than you, don't I? Or is that, or is that just Bless? You you technically do, but I like, we both, I think we all like Toem. It's just that you love Toem. Yeah. Like Toem's your Chicory. And I'm like, Toem's a fine, lovely little game, but I don't, you know, I'm not like moving, moving mountains for it, but yeah, I like, I like Toem. Toem put out that DLC too, and it was also, bugged. You see that? Also, Toem, yeah. like straight, I've said this before on this show, if you start playing Toem and you're like, oh, it's cute, but like, whatever, finish it. I promise you, like, again, finishing these games, there's about, the ending of that game is fire. I love the ending of Toem. It's so good. And now it's got free DLC out that I still can't play last I checked. There's some bug that would give me an infinite uh, load screen. They were working on it last I heard, but we'll see. Just like we're working on this show, everybody. Of course, this is PS I Love You XOXO. Each and every Friday morning, we come to you with a new PlayStation episode to talk to you about what's been happening in the world of Sony. And of course, we're gearing up for all things God of War Ragnarok. If you want to gear up with us, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where of course, you get each and every episode ad-free. You could be a Patreon producer and get your name read. You, of course, could get the crew shirt, the posters from the spare bedroom. You could get 38 episodes of exclusive content over there which reminds me I have to record a Gregway before I go home and so much more. Of course if you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. There's multiple ways to support us for free if you're using the Epic Game Store and you said, wait a second Greg, this ain't a PC show, it's a PlayStation show. You can put the Epic Game Store code in on your PlayStation 5 when you're playing Rumbleverse, on your PlayStation 4 when you're playing Fortnite. Anything that uses the Epic Game Store, you can use it there no matter the platform and it would help us out a lot. Of course you can get this show for free, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and podcast services around the globe each and every week but you know patreon's a preferred way ad free all the cool stuff's happening over there you know how it goes uh until next time ladies and gentlemen it's been our pleasure to serve you <laughs>